do the right thing. A Spike Lee joint. A cinematic timestamp. A statement of the times. Radio Rahim, rest in paradise. Did Mookie do the right thing? Is Sal a racist or a product of his environment? How was Smiley able to walk back in that burning building? So I'm sitting here with my mom. We just got finished. Well, actually, there's 13 minutes left of it. Um, but it was a really powerful moment. Of uh, um, We just got finished watching uh, the Spike Lee joint, Do the Right Thing. It came out in 1989. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's crazy how relevant it still is today. Uh, I, I guess it's not crazy. It's to be expected, but it's still kind of scary. Um, if you haven't seen it, definitely see it. Definitely go watch it. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, right af- right at towards the end of the movie, like the last 20, 30 minutes of it, uh, one of the main characters... Um, Radio Rahim. Radio Rahim. He is killed by the police. Uh, so we're trying to discuss what is the actual right thing? What is the right thing to do in this situation? What were the actions that should have been taken? And um, there was a panel. Can you explain the panel that you were watching when they were? Yeah, it was like a Q&A session when the movie came out. And um, at one point they were talking about um, one of the characters, uh, Sal, who was the owner of the pizzeria, the Italian owner of the pizzeria, who all throughout the movie was like a calming, uh, patriarchal sort of figure. And um, the complete opposite of one of his sons who seemed to be very, very angry and very, very racist. Uh, And... um, the question was posed, was Sal a racist? Particularly at the end, when he started to yell some racial slurs. Um, But all throughout the movie, he was this loving person, even professing to love the people that he served. And they had so much pride because they grew up on on his food. He watched everybody grow up. And even, you know, saying to his son, the older son, why do you have so much hate in you? Like almost if, as if he didn't understand where this bias was coming from. Mm-hmm. Like it was developed by his friends. And he even says things like, um, you know, they're, they're not the people, your friends aren't the people that put food on the table for you, that pay you, that make sure you have a job. So if they're laughing at you because of where you work or what you do, um, that's that's not your friend. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but... So I, I sort of wavered back and forth with yeah. if Sal is racist. Um, because what, I don't want to say what is racism because it's so many things, but it is pretty simplified. It's a bias against a group of people, a, 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 a certain culture, a certain um, ethnicity. Right. And in this case, is Sal racist against black people um it's clear his son is he's very open about it calls them what's what's the what was the word i looked up it um oh azupep azupep yeah which means i think literally black pepper 
in Italian, but then it it's it's a slang that they use to describe black people or um uh lazy people. So, um I don't know. I don't I don't know if I I feel like yes, Sal is racist because of what he's grown up around. It seems to me that he probably was in the same situation as his son with his friends or the or his family whatever that questioned or judged the fact that he had a pizzeria in a black neighborhood or you know in a different neighborhood but um for his first response for anger to um in anger to be to call them niggers to call them monkeys to you know to 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 say even even in some of the things he was saying it was like um when Brady Obrahim comes in and he has his music playing he's like no music no music no rap no music no music no music like there's no other music that black people listen to it was really Mm -hmm. strange so it was like so you have those automatic responses to um that doesn't have to be racial in in its nature you're saying that exactly okay mm-hmm. yeah no it's like you have these responses of anger towards these black people but mm-hmm. it, granted they came in wilding they did they came they busted in the place was closed um yeah and not only did they come in wilding they came in 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 their attitude and in their behavior in their in their language, a stereotyp or stereotype of what a racist would feel, what a racist would think that black people are and how black people act. I mean, does that, do you agree? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think that, now this is my, probably my second or third time seeing this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm not a, a super big like Spike Lee joint fan like I don't watch a bunch of his movies and mm-hmm. um you know I, I and I'm not a film major so I can only assume that his intention was to portray a bunch of different sides especially like the the scene where he's uh it's all the different races talking badly about a, another race and saying every single derogatory term mm-hmm. that you can think of about each race so I feel like that was his intention to mm-hmm. a certain extent to make it seem like the stereotypical black person that other races portray. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what he was trying to sort of do in the movie. But yeah, it, it almost is like, it almost seemed like they were trying to prove, not Sal's point, but the older son, is it Pino? Mm-hmm. They were trying yeah. to prove Pino's point, like they'll stab you in the back. They're just a bunch of niggers and da 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 da. And although Sal the entire time was passive and just trying to tell his son to calm down and not un- and seeming to not understand where his hate and his ignorance comes from, it really does, I think, come from Sal. And I feel like I'm coming back to saying this again. The question is, is Sal racist? I'm going to say yes, but probably because of what he has grown up around. I'm assuming that his son is a mirror of him and what he's grown up with so I do think that he is 
racist, unfortunately, just because because of his. And I, I, I even feel like he, to a certain extent, he's had to assimilate into what, because black people give him money. He's in a town that doesn't, or in a neighborhood that doesn't have what he's able to offer. And he appreciates the love that he gets from them from that neighborhood because he doesn't get it from his own neighborhood. So he's he assimilates because it's convenient for him and it makes him money. But if he were to succeed in his own neighborhood, he wouldn't think twice about that guy. Mm. So I think, yes, that makes him racist. Mm. But I do think it's racism out of ignorance. You think that you're, you know, you, you get a certain amount of love from people and a certain amount of money from people and a certain amount of admiration or whatever and you pick and choose the black people that you like like Mookie like Mookie's sister yeah, sure. you know he was really feeling Mookie's sister he mm-hmm. treated her different from all the other people mm-hmm. Mookie didn't like that and then he felt some type of way about it mm-hmm. you know um so mm. yeah that's it's hard I, I don't know I know I I I I saw so I saw this movie in nineteen eighty nine. I wasn't I was barely nineteen, I guess. And here I am fifty one and I'm seeing it again and I've seen it a bunch of different times. And uh although my feeling about seeing my perspective has changed, so my response to the movie has changed. So much has happened just within the last several years that are so, like you said earlier, that are so reminiscent of, of what's going on now, the, the environment that we live in now. But my feelings towards Sal has not changed and I, I, I don't think that he's racist. I don't think that he's racist. I think that he responded in a very human way and you know, there's a song in a Broadway play called Everyone's a Little Bit Racist Sometimes. Avenue Q. Avenue Q. So, as, as hard as it is to, to think this way, I think it's probably true. Um, but it's based, and it's always, it's all based on ignorance, I think. I mean, I think that when you are... So, like, people are heavily influenced by their environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are also in, inherently want to be liked and um, accepted. Mm-hmm. Sal was liked and accepted in that neighborhood mm-hmm. and um, became complacent with being liked and accepted in that neighborhood mm-hmm. and never really had to grow or change too much. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of accepted the fact that he wasn't necessarily popular in his own neighborhood mm-hmm. and you know made it so that he was comfortable where he was and was able to um continue to be there mm-hmm. um granted again we have 13 minutes and 33 seconds left of this movie i don't know how much happens after it because i don't remember because i don't even remember that end scene where mm-hmm. with radio rahim mm-hmm. um so so Going back to um, the scene where uh, the riot happens, mm-hmm. what do you think was the right thing to do? Spike Lee's character, mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. What should he have done in that situation? Well, 
Um, so let's let's make it so you're working at Sal's. Mm-hmm. Denise yeah. is an employer at Sal's. Your friends come in there wilding. You're trying to calm them down. You're like, bruh, I just want to get paid. That That's me. I just want to get paid. I want to go home. Mm-hmm. And y'all come in here talking about black pictures. I mm-hmm. get it. You're mm-hmm. right. We should be represented. Mm-hmm. But I want to go home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now you're at the standstill. One of your boys just gets killed by the police mm-hmm. in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a clear division between... Sal and his sons mm-hmm. and the rest of the neighborhood that are looking at them crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I don't know if the trash can through the... Because he started the riot, essentially. I mean, he con- continued the riot, essentially. Right. They weren't destroying his, his establishment until Buki was like, you know what, I'm going to throw a trash can through the window. Right. Uh-huh. And I think he was representative of like, I'm, you know, I'm on my neighborhood side. Mm-hmm. I'm on the side of the people that hurt because Raheem was killed. Mm-hmm. Um, but but specifically, what do you think the right thing in that situation would have been? Well, I think the right thing would not have been to, I don't think the right thing was to throw a garbage can through the window. However, I can understand the frustration that one would feel as a as a black male in particular to see something like this happen yet again because it you know after Radio Rahim was killed, you notice how there were several people that said, "Yeah, just like." this person just like that person and they said the names mm-hmm. specific names and so obviously those were those were real people mm-hmm. uh, black men that were murdered through police violence mm-hmm. and um, so it was going on then so mm-hmm. there was it was there was a climate of hostility um, from like authorities towards uh, black people so uh, although his character was kind of like a, 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 a buffoonish sort of but he was a black man so I could understand the frustration and then that begs the question well you know what about this rioting and looting mm-hmm. in response to um uh, aggression towards towards black people is that the right thing is well, that ever the right thing well it's it's frustration and it's trying all these things getting all these roadblocks put in front of you and then you know just at, like it, it sort of seems like a last resort like you guys are like no one's listening to us as if we're people it's as if we're not people it, it is we're treated as if we're not people. We're treated as if we're disposable, as if our lives truly do not matter. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, it, it's, and you know, this might be super, super gruesome, but this is just because I am a, um, I've been calling myself a survivor. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have committed suicide mm-hmm. and I didn't. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've suffered for, from depression for, for many, many years. And mm-hmm. um, it to me, it's almost like people that cut themselves. Mm-hmm. So like you cut yourself to feel something because it's so, because you're so deep in your depression and you're so lost in the anxiety and you and it's almost like you lose touch with the world that you cut yourself to feel something to show that you are here that you are alive Mm -hmm. and I almost feel like that's synonymous with rioting and with looting because it's like that like it's it's a response to pain and a response to constant neglect Mm -hmm. and it's like wow I I am a black personally I am a black woman that is rejected from jobs because of what my name is mm-hmm. that is looked at as um less than or looked at as a servant because I am a server at a restaurant mm-hmm. and that's looked at as not a real like just not a real person when I walk into stores because I have locks because I am black because mm-hmm. of what whatever the case may be just because of the way I look not the way I am not mm-hmm. who I am as a person but just the way I look it's almost like you lose touch with reality it's like why is this happening is this even real like why why am I not being treated as a person so the response is I'm going to do something to show that I exist Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's what that response is it's just like there's only so much you can do sort of behind the scenes so like it's like I'm gonna go to college I'm gonna get my degree I'm a degree I'm gonna work to get to a political position or work to be in the police force or work to be in any kind of authority Mm -hmm. to go from, to change the system from the inside where that works when it does work, it's not like it doesn't work, but it's, we're so constantly rejected by society and Mm -hmm. so constant, like so heavily judged even now in 2021, Mm -hmm. it's like, what do I do at this point? You know what? Excuse my language. Fuck it. I'm just going to start burning shit because mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. I, you don't That's care anyway. Right. So I'm just going to, mm-hmm. so. And the one thing that you have some kind of control over, you know, exactly. you take it, some kind of power over you take it. And that's, that's where that frustration that, yeah, I, 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 I understand it, but does that answer the question? If it was the right thing to do? <laughs> that we we can go on for hours about this but it's um yeah that's hard mm-hmm. that's that's hard mm-hmm. um thanks for having this discussion with me <laughs> <laughs> that was cool that was that was that was dope <laughs> and um if you guys want to hear a continuation of the discussion um you can email me at pearls and cucumbers um at gmail.com or DM me at at pearls and cucumbers. Um, my mom is an artist and she's an amazing chef. She's a head chef and a manager. Is there anywhere that you would like people to follow you or look at your work? Yes, I have a an Instagram account where my uh, drawings are displayed. Um, what do I do? What's your at? <laughs> at at S P A R C K. It's R at S P A R R C K. Oh yes. <laughs> um, just that one. That's, or do you have it on that's your? 
I don't. I, I only have it on my, um, yeah, on that Instagram. Very cool. This is my mom's first time plugging herself, so I had to teach her how to do it. <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Yes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>